It's been going on for so long that there's kids coming up right now, like young 14, 15 year old kids that are like, that are wearing Ricks and posting on Instagram and never listen to one ASAP song. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, you're right. You're it's like that right. deep. Yeah. Welcome back, everybody, to the Soul Serum Podcast. I am your Who Got Beef With Me host, Clay Bonin. <laughs> I am joined by my I Smell Good Gucci Cologne co-host, Tanner Mavis. Yes, sir. You are now tuned in to the number, number one, one Yeet podcast. podcast in the world. But today, we are not talking about Yeet. But we're still the number one Yeet podcast. I've yet to see any competition yeah. in the Yeet podcast space. So I'm going to go ahead and still give us the crown. Uh, today, we are back with the tier lists. We are going to be doing a rap collective tier list. A uh, couple of ground rules for this one. I know y'all already know how the tier lists work. Throwing my phone to the side. No distractions. I'm locked in. Um we, you already know how the tier lists work. Today, we are doing the Rap Collective tier list. Uh, this is a post-2010 Rap Collective tier list because as we were going down and getting this list together, you know, we were throwing some older ones in there, but it kind of felt like, I don't want to say unfair, but it didn't feel like, it felt like it didn't fit, you know? Like if we had uh, all these groups that we had and then like threw in the diplomats in yeah. the middle of that, like how do you compare the diplomats and like yeah. goth boy click or and something I, like that, you know? I didn't, and I didn't really grow up with like the diplomats or like Wu-Tang Clan or anything like that. So I don't really can't grasp my mind around, you know, their place and like their influence right. and like how like, you know, innovative and like, you know, we would a have staple, had to, a staple they were for the for that time. You know what I yeah. mean? It's just all like retrospect and like learning about the history of it all. You know exactly. We would have based our opinions off of other people's opinions. Yeah, exactly. Basically. Like I don't really so, know. I don't. I I don't have much to say. Yeah, yeah. So and we also tried to keep these collectives to uh, groups that we feel like we can strongly talk about too. So. Uh, as far as the criteria of what we're going to be looking at, we're going to be looking at the uniqueness of the group in the sense of not being like groups that has, have come before them. The collective discography of the members. So the songs that are as like the whole group as well as the discography of the individual members. The relevancy of the group today do people still talk about them? Do people still use them uh, as influence when they talk about it in interviews? Um, and as always, and most importantly, uh, personal preference because, well, it's our podcast. So, <laughs> so we can do what we want on here. Uh, are you ready, Tanner, to go ahead and get into it? I'm ready. Let's I, get it. I'm going to start backwards because this has put uh, like this in Good. alphabetical order. And I want to start backwards. I don't want to start with 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 what it has on our first All spot. Right. Good. Let's start with a little a little recent, a little recency group. Let's talk about Slay World. Damn. Notable members include uh, Autumn, Can Can, Summers. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll include some of the, just like a few members whenever we go through. I'm not going to give the whole fucking rundown because a lot of these groups have a lot of people in them, and I'm just not gonna I'm not gonna do the rundown. But 
what do we think about Slay World in the tier list? This is kind of a weird one because I feel like we haven't had, in comparison to some of these other groups, we haven't had like the time to let it like yeah. sit in as much. But but what do you think though? Um, I think on it, obviously in the current realm of like underground hip hop and like, well, the SoundCloud niche at least, like Slay World is just like everything. And it's like, yeah. But the last like two or three years, especially like the whole entire sound has been influenced by Slay World. Yeet would not be where he's at without like being around the Slay World guys, like getting fucking uh, his presets from fucking uh, Summers and we mm -hmm. and Wyland. Yeah. And like really use Slay World, not use them, use is a bad word, but like, you know, like was around them and, and like, you know, got the resources and like built built with them to yeah. the point where like he, like slay world was pretty much his launching pad as far as like his sound and mm -hmm. like he stole he 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 got a lot of their fans and, and stuff like that from infiltrating like their group i keep saying like bad words like 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 stole like use, he stole use yeah, infiltrate yeah. like like i don't i mean it in a positive way right right and like just like the the whole resurgence of soundcloud really is because of like you know a lot of the Slay World guys. I would agree. I and would definitely agree with that. We're still in the middle of, you know, their. We'll know in retrospect and like hindsight, like how big like their influence was. Um, yeah. Because I still think there's going to be some more, like a couple more, you know, big big artists to either come from that niche. I know Slay World's not really like a thing anymore, but like it was at one point. Yeah. And like everybody's doing their own individual things now from from like the group. But they still all get like lumped into the yeah, Slay World. Yeah, people still talk label, about, yeah. You know? so. It's more of a sound too. Like the, yeah. the whole plug and B sound like really came from Summer specifically and like stemmed out from there and everybody within the Slay World group like kind of like has their own lane, but at the same time, you know how collectives are like yeah. a fan fans of collectives. Like they just like love all the mm -hmm. artists and I don't know. I think they're extremely influential today. Like I said, I personally love like all the music that comes from all these guys. And well, what do you, what would you rank them? Cause I, I could like, I think like time is the biggest thing yeah. that like docks them. In and I'm looking at these other way. And I'm looking at, at these other ones like like I I kind of put an A or a B. That I, I'm in A or B as well. I just can't really decide. Like I kind of want to put them in B because I feel like if we're gonna like base it off of like the collective discography, I feel you like don't have enough yet. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I, but I, you know, I don't know if that's like a good reason to like take them down it's here i i feel i feel pretty strong about the b though yeah i'm cool with b you want to put them in b okay we're gonna get i might regret that we're gonna I, get hate i might put I'm, i i want to put it a for the record but like well, compared to all these other groups like y'all gonna see like yeah 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 let's uh okay Speaking of which, I think this one is going to be kind of an easy one to classify here. Our next collective that we're looking at is the Sailing Team, yeah. headed by Lil Yachty. Man. J-Bands, Two Turn, K-Supreme, Cody Shane, people in that area. Um, very short-lived, bro. you know, but when, but when it was on, yeah. it was fucking awesome. It was sick. It was so I love the Sailing Team and like... 
you know, the whole aesthetic and branding of the so sailing sick. team it, was but, so nice. But really, it was because of Lil Yachty and like he Facts. really carried it and he had the vision for it all. And yes. according to him, other members of the sailing team didn't did not want it as bad as he did to be that, you know, collective. And he yeah. like really was elevating and nobody wanted to, you know, put in yeah. the work in essentially to elevate with him. But like Sad. there was that moment when. I don't know if they dropped the tape together or it was like the summer song, one of the summer songs tape. Mm -hmm. Hold up. Let me go look at this real quick. Go take a look. See, so for me, I think I'm while you're looking that up, I'm going to go ahead and say that I think this should be a C tier collective because of uh, the lack of relevancy today, the lack of uh, discography and the fact that they kind of yeah. fumbled the bag. Like, yeah, like shout out to Yachty, like because he he definitely wanted to bring them all along. But as we will see with a lot of these collectives that we're going to talk about, you know, certain members are at different levels than other members. Yeah. And it's really hard to take them with you sometimes. So, so summer songs too was like the peak of the sailing team. It was like the second project after, um, uh, little boat, the mm -hmm. first little boat. And I'm, I used to live in Atlanta. I lived there for four or five years growing up and i was down visiting like my cousins and shit down there like during the summer they have a pool and shit and summer songs too had just dropped the music video for all in just dropped with yeah. like them at the uh with like the school bus and shit they're all wearing yeah. the sailing team jerseys yeah. and yo shit. i need a sailing team jersey so bad, and i was like dude bro, this is so one. sick and yeah. then like after that there wasn't really a moment like yeah. at like after like the summer songs too all in like moment i love that song all yeah. in and i do and, too like it was a great moment, but yeah, I agree for that reason. I think it's it's a C tier because it, it was very short lived and it didn't, did not last very long. It's a damn shame. And it's a fucking shame, it's bro, because shame. it was such a fire idea. Yeah, yeah. And just to like, go with the little boat, like yeah, I, and maybe yeah, maybe exactly. maybe that's why. Maybe it was all about like like Yachty and his brand, and not really like the everybody's like collective thing going on you know but maybe i don't know that's true that's 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 a valid point i can see how that i'm sure artists i will say this i will say stiffed. this I, I to to this day I'll go back and listen to Cody Shane. Like Cody Shane is super fucking Cody fire. Shane is she's fire. One, she's one of my favorite like low key you know female artists that have yeah. came up in the in this niche. Cody Shane. Uh, she has sick. a fire song with it's like Cody Shane and Uzi. Um, it's called Hold Up. It's like Cody Shane, Uzi. I think there's one other artist on there, but or it might be it might be Lil Yachty. Cody Shane, Lil Yachty, and Uzi on somewhere on SoundCloud. Yeah. It's one of my favorite like deep cut SoundCloud yeah. songs like ever. Just as a side note, Yachty has a lot of really good deep cut SoundCloud one-offs that, that I love. <laughs> All right. Next collective we're going to talk about here, another short-lived one, but for different reasons, Pro Era. Yes. Joey Badass, Capital Steez. R.I.P. This is like 2012 New York kind of era. Yeah. So like low-key right before the ASAP mob like influence. I thought it was right like. after. It's what I, I thought ASAP was like 2011. Honestly, all of that starts to run in my brain yeah. together. I feel like I it guess, was like, I guess, pro, let me, do you know who we fucking forgot, bro? Flatbush Zombies. But they're more like a group, though. Like, it's not really That's like a true. collective, I feel like. That's true. But it was like pro era Flatbush Zombies and like the underachievers were all coming out yeah. from the same area mm -hmm. at the same time. Yeah. 
Um, for me, I don't know. I could, I could go B or C on pro era. Bro, uh, I, for I real? Yeah, I just feel like I, I'm looking at the other people we have on the list, and I just think, as far as relevancy today and collective yeah. discography, I just don't think they're gonna be up there. Uniqueness of the group, however, in in that moment, how. Like they were doing this thing where it was like they had I felt like one foot in the past and one foot in the in the yeah. new era of like old New York and new New York. Like that is what was the most uh captivating thing yeah. to to them about Joey me. Badass. Joey Badass was like a big moment too. Like I yeah. I, I, I was bumping Joey Badass like heavy. Like that first like nineteen ninety nine mixtape was so Classic. fucking hard. Classic. What's the one song Hard Knock with DJ or CJ Fly or some shit like that? Like yeah. bro, I that one might be one of my favorite all-time songs. Like, well, what do you think, rating wise? Like, I'm I'm cool with giving them a B. I just I don't think I can give Pro Era the A. Yeah, I think B. You want to do B? Yeah. Okay. Sorry, Joey, badass stands. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna come after us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be okay. This next one, however, I don't think will be as quite easy of a of a case to make. Members only. Sheesh. Uh, members include a, a, a low-key rapper. I don't know if you ever heard of him. XXX Tentacion. He has, uh, he has that one song that goes, I'm sad and no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the song. That's the song. Uh, ski Mask. Yep. <laughs> kid, kid Trunks. Um, yep. Craig Zen. <laughs> Wi-Fi's Funeral. What are we what Fuck are we thinking? In. So I feel like this is the first of the groups that we've talked about so far where like the relevancy today is still oh yeah super high. Oh yeah. It's still like like people now are still talking yeah. about members only and oh, what yeah. they did for them musically and the influence on them. The collective collective discography you know, I mean, like when you have X Ski Mask and Wi-Fi's Funeral all in one group, yep. like crazy. That's pretty tough. There's a lot of good that's, good projects in there. It's pretty tough. Um, I'm I feel like it's A tier, yeah. but if you can convince me to S tier, I would like to hear the, just, the case for it. It's just hard right now because I I'm trying to figure out what is S tier for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So let's break it down. Members only was brought together because of X. Yep. X was the visionary. He brought together, you know, all these different artists in Florida. He wanted to create like this movement. We um, have, by the way, we have two different Florida um, like uh, collectives who's the other on one? here too. I mean, I know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, so the, just, one just is, one is, it out one, one is the is like the 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 son of the other yeah yeah true <laughs> essentially true. but um nah like members only was literally like peak florida like like underground rap and like really fucking took the shit to the mainstream definitely um i don't know i it, it also i throw in the fucking like like rolling loud wouldn't be as big today if it wasn't for artists like x and ski mask yeah. and uh you know collectives like members only to be attached mm -hmm. to the, ro the, the rolling loud brand and like having those moments that we fucking see from like the concerts and shit and yeah. like how crazy it was the, re the revenge tour was one of the most insane tours like yeah w which 
was the members only tour. Like every single member was was on tour on that. And like mm-hmm. it was one of the most insane tours to watch unfold. Yeah. Like it 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 stopped halfway through because X got fucking rocked on stage. <sighs> like man like it was wow. just extremely I just remember it, yeah that. it was fucking Holy rob stone fuck. and shit yeah, you know what i mean like yeah like it was just polarizing a, it was a polarizing time yes. bro like it was it's just like it's peak underground raw soundcloud like mm-hmm. rap like brought to real like brought in real life like internet to like real life you mm-hmm. know what i mean and like mm-hmm. and then to the charts yep as far as x goes so yeah i don't know as far as influence like the moment that it really encapsulated, but like, obviously I talk very highly about X on this podcast yeah. because one, I saw him twice live. So I, I get the full fucking the experience, experience the and effect. And whenever I think about it, I think about a million different things that go into it and yeah. like how, like I, st- I really believe he's extremely important, you know, to, you know, not only my music taste, but you know, the past five five years of hip hop yeah. in general, but I mean, how many artists have we had on this podcast who have cited X as like an influence? Like, a couple. That's what I mean. We've yeah, a couple, like he's I mean. one of the main ones. Yeah. So, so uh, like I said, I feel A tier. Do you feel S? See, on like this? I'm, I'm, I'm thinking S, but like. I don't know, bro. Like, I'm not. I'm mad. looking. I'm, I'm not look- mad if we put it at S. I'm not. I'm not mad at it. Man, it's like right in between for me. It could go either way, but like, I I just don't know what other one I'm gonna put S yet. I, I want to put an S. You want to put an S? Yeah, I okay, wanna, I that's fine. Put an S. I th- I think I'm that's looking at totally like the next four or five. I'm like, I'm not. I don't even know if I'm gonna put those S. I, that's totally fair. That is like, totally fair. Like to me, like personally, like my personal taste, and just like you know. That year too, when 2017 was the the fucking revenge tour run, and when X yeah. was really fucking exploding, like that's like one of my favorite years personally too. Yeah. So, well, let's another, put it. We we have another one of your personal favorites yeah. up next. We got the Goth Boy Click. Yeah, Lil Peep, Lil Tracy. Also saw Goth Boy Click live on tour too. That's that. You're pretty lucky. Yeah, you're pretty lucky for that. Um, I think this is another case where it's. I, you know, it's not really like short lived in the same way that Pro Era or the Sailing Team was. Like, I feel like this was short lived for other reasons out of out of a lot of people's controls, um, and a lot of people's controls as well. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. True, true. <laughs> um, I think the strongest thing they have going for them in this context is like the uniqueness of the, the group. I was thinking know? more so of like the genre like that they that they created well that's that's exactly what i'm saying like like if you look like before and after goth boy click like you see like some clones after goth boy click right but before it like it's not really anything yeah. that was sounding like peep or tracy yeah i mean he and- definitely got influence from like um like the bones like um yeah like i mean even the next, boys. Group, the next group we're gonna talk about like after, the, after this like the like, underground shit that was going on in like 2014 15 but, you know, beforehand but, but it was very unique they did it in a different way though. yeah they took that influence i'm just saying it was more I, I think i think they are stand out in 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 that yeah. regard not only like sound wise but like as 
Aesthetic. As, as aesthetically, yeah. like they really brought back. Absolutely, they brought. It's one of their strongest brought, qualities. Yeah. Is the aesthetic of goth boy. They clip. brought emo into fucking rap, bro. Like that's like. Yeah. Like if if someone told Look at you where that we're at now. Yeah. If someone told you that in like the nineties, like a fucking traditional hip hop head would fucking laugh at you. <laughs> His like, fucking brain would explode into yeah. a million bits. <laughs> like a white kid with one day a white kid with face tattoos hey. is gonna bring emo <laughs> into rap. Hey, let's and let's talk about it. Machine Gun Kelly oh would not God. have yeah. two number one albums without Goth Boy Click, bro. And we—I'll also make the argument: there's no Juice World without Goth Boy Click. Oh, a thousand percent, a thousand percent. I think they should be A tier. I'm not—I'm not ready to put them at S. No, I wouldn't put them at S either because I don't think that like I love Goth Boy Click, but they're not as deep. Like valid as uh, as, these, valid. as these other groups, they're very like That's top heavy. Point. With do you pe- think it's keeping more Tracy B tier then? Because mm, I, I I think as far as inf- the, just the influence just runs so fucking deep because of Peep yeah and Tracy like Tracy don't get enough credit man right like, he's still he's still extremely influential yeah um yeah I would put it A A tier okay I think that feels a, good I think A is fair that feels good all right now. The the group that inspired the group. Yeah, but a couple groups on here. Raider Clan yeah. is our next one. Now, I got to be honest, Raider Clan, as it was happening, I was not. Yeah, that's same. I was not really in there. I got hip in retrospect. Exactly, exactly. Me too. Uh, Denzel Curry, Xavier Wolf. Um, Space Ghost Part. Yeah, <laughs> fucking. <laughs> Honestly, that's hey. like enough to dock a point <laughs> off for me to have a fucking Space hey, Ghost Part. But there. at that moment... When they were real underground, like Yams, Yams saw the vision with fucking Raider yeah. Clan and brought yeah. and brought them, you know, around all the 100%. ASAP guys. There's a lot of, you know, Space Ghost Purple was working with Rocky, like back in the day with like Clams Casino and shit. Like, I want to, I just want to say this on wax. I will never disrespect Space Ghost Perp's influence and like visionary sound in everything in like this modern age in hip-hop but like fuck space goes perp though Damn. like not i'm not rocking with that guy just like going on rants telling you owe me it does that, 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 that like i'm fucking that's just lame but that's not what we're here to talk about we're talking about the group as a whole as yeah. far as we were talking about it a little bit uh before we started recording but like listening back to it it feels so like for lack of a better term, like elementary, like it's such the beginning infancy stages of members only goth boy click. Yeah. And what we see afterwards, like I feel like their discography may not be as strong as some of these other groups, but the uniqueness of the group and the relevancy today, I feel like yeah. are, are very strong for them. Yeah. In this. I, I don't really know, man. Like I, like, like I said, I know their influence and like, you know, you just hear stories and like I read up about them all the time. Like I've read up about them and I, you know, I know who some of the members involved, but like I can't say I've listened to a lot of Raider Clan, Raider Clan mm-hmm. you know, projects or like I don't even listen to Denzel Curry that much for real, yeah. personally. And he's he's definitely like the the shining member of, of yeah. Raider Clan. So like too. don't Raider Clan fans or Denzel fans like. I don't know where to put them personally. So they're, they're sorry, on the, they're on the wrong podcast. Yeah, That's wrong okay. podcast. But we had to show, we had to show them love <laughs> had because to, it's, had to. it's the precursor to what we love. Pers- like we we grew to love in like the peak of like I think the quote should, unquote SoundCloud era. I think we should put it at B. 
Yeah, I think I'm, I'm thinking B fair, as well. Right? I'm that thinking B fair. as well. Moving right along to our international collective, <laughs> Drain Gang. Yeah, Drain Gang, Sad Boys. We're gonna put them in like the Blade, same same group here. Echo Two K, Young Lean, Blade, Young Echo Lean. Two K, Tie Boy Digital, yeah. like Young Good. Um, I I. I feel like I like Drain Gang more for like the aesthetic of it, just because not that the music is bad. I just don't personally listen to like I a do. lot of Drain Gang music, really. So I like, listen to a lot of Young Lean and Blade. I'll I'll dabble in like Echo 2K and Type yeah. Digital when I'm around my friend Caleb McLean. He'll just like he'll he'll play. It's good rant. music. He'll it's ra- good music. I like the shit. I just don't. I have other stuff that I personally yeah. like. To no, listen I hear you. To, you know what I'm but saying? But here's the thing. Their influence, though, it might be deeper than most of these fuck. Like, especially <laughs> like right now, Young Lean, mm-hmm. pretty much inventor of cloud rap, right? Or at least one of them. We'll we'll, we'll call him the inventor. Yeah. I have no problem <laughs> like, calling him. That one. was like 2013. Yep. Up, up until now, so almost 10 years. Yeah. Still relevant, going crazy. Yep. Blade happens like shortly after that. Blade, Blade could be the sole invent, like sole main influencer of the hyper pop genre yep like yep, a lot of say. a lot of the hyper pop like you know people drew inspiration from him mm-hmm. um so like as far as the sound and just overall style of their music like is extremely relevant today yeah and they're also aesthetic they're aesthetic. as a group yes. is very influential the way they cool. fucking the way they fucking from their cover arts to their music videos to how they dress a yep. lot of people there's a lot of blade fucking clones out there bro God a lot right. of them like God damn right like i feel like people like as an underground rapper you choose either playboy cardi or blade to, <laughs> to, to to mock like your style after i swear to god you pick one or the other right now <laughs> yeah right yeah, right for now sure, for sure if you're yeah. if you're a white kid you're probably stealing blades look yeah no um i you know like I wouldn't mind putting them in the S tier. I will put them A personally. You, you want to do A? Yeah. Okay. Why? Why not S though? For me, for me, that would. I feel like. I feel like. Like I said, I don't listen to a lot of their music personally in my own spare time. So like, I'm kind of giving them the S based off of like. Yeah. The influence. I just think it's extremely, too. extremely niche. And it only affects like a niche, niche audience. If you know, you know. I think members only like hit a way more broader audience. Yeah. And like was on billboard charts and shit. Not not to say that Young Lean or Blade can't do that one day. Yeah, that is is true. I I can easily see Blade or Young Lean like and Skrillex or something working together and like having like a fucking top 10 hit or some shit in the future. But like, I don't know. I just don't think... You know, it, it's just so it's so niche that like that's a good which point. which makes it extremely cool. Yes, that, like that's why it's cool is because it's niche and like okay. and like norm normies and locals will not fuck with like Drangain and and you know what I mean. That's but true. The last point I want to say is like a lot of modern fashion, like like high end, like Balenc- like Balenciaga, like whatever, like your your high end fashion is mm-hmm. starting to like look like yeah. Like drain gang, like Balenciaga how the and Fetmons for sure. Yeah, definitely. how they dress. Yes, you know what yes. I mean? I agree. So let's put them in the A tier. I do. Th- I think. I think that's a good place to put them because yeah. of the niche factor of it. Now this next group, everybody, get your favorite ad libs ready. Get your gunshot ad libs <laughs> ready. 
We're talking about 1017 Brick Squad Monopoly. Damn. I just like, I mean, I want to put them automatically in the S tier because I fucking love Brick Squad. Yeah, and I think without Brick Squad, I wouldn't be sitting in this seat talking to you, yeah. making this podcast. You know what I mean? Like the influence that Gucci and Flocka had on me as a person. Same. Just like I can't even it, it's like in ways that I can't even like explain uh, quantify. You know what I yeah. mean? But I but we have to think about it. Critically, though, we have to think about it critically. Uniqueness, as far as groups not being like them, um, in that time, like like right around the 2010-ish mark, you know, we had some trap music going, but I think like Flocka really transformed it into a, a wider like um, brand, if you will, Definitely. a wider sound. More than Gucci did. Yeah, Gucci Gucci just like had a lane and, and he, he was just to so it. fucking good at it yeah. that like it didn't matter. He was always gonna be doing that. Um OJ to juice, man. Bro, <laughs> go. Make the trap say, hey. Um relevancy today. I feel like we are starting to get off of the kind of like Flaccavelli yeah. influence curve like up until probably 2016 2017 i feel like you could just very easily yeah. be like this is a flocka influence this is a gucci influence i mean like thug future yeah. like, i mean bro trap music would not be where it is today like future just dropped the album you know what i mean like yeah <laughs> and he's in his fucking future bag yeah future wouldn't know? be making collaborations with drake and having like number one albums and shit if it wasn't for you know the gucci's the waka Fakas, the ti's the jeezy's of the world that is facts you know i mean i'm comfortable putting them in s tier are you comfortable putting them in s tier i'll put a or s but like as a collective bro like I think it was again it they weren't extremely deep like i think oj the juice man's career was kind of like you know, it had a moment, but like I feel like there wasn't really anything. It, I could be wrong it, as no, well. No, 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 it was very top heavy. You're, you're absolutely like, it right. It was just about Gucci that. and Flocka, and then also a lot of a the lot fucking, of them bringing they, on like homies that never really like. Yeah, and then also anywhere. Gucci and Flocka had like a a bad like falling out at one point, and like fucking sad. not to say that that will taint bricks like what Brick Squad gave to us as a whole, which but. It I'm just throwing it out there. For it could to, have been to, a lot to, bigger. To add it to, yeah, that's what I mean. It could have been bigger. Okay, I think that's I think that's a good point, and I think it should be a tier because we could have got more. Yeah. Out of Brick Squad. Yeah, and there's like the things about like Gothboy Click and members only. Like theirs was short lived, but like it was short lived because their member like me their biggest members passed away. Yeah. And like their like their influence grew even more because of that. Yeah. I hate to say it, but it did. It did it did. Brick Squad, they're all still alive, but they chose to like part separate ways and, and go their own routes. You know what I that mean? That is true. That is a good point. That makes me sad. And it could have been, it really could have been like bigger than what it was. But in its, in its, in its moment, I can't really, all the years run together in like the 2000s. It was yeah. like the late 2000s, early, mm -hmm. yeah, late 2000s. It was like middle school for me. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it, I feel like it's like, 2009 to like 2012 yeah 2013 ish is like yeah. that is that sweet spot for that sound um but i i'm okay with putting them in eights here all right cool it's 
it's crazy seeing fucking goth boy click drain gang and then bridge blood <laughs> in the same tier. <laughs> the duality of man okay we have another group here this is probably our most pure most traditional hip-hop collective also the last four groups we're about to talk about are all heavy hitters yeah, i just want that's why we left the last person yeah. to that black hippie is who we're talking about right now k dot kendrick lamar j rock schoolboy q absol they have quite a few songs together branded as black hippie also their individual discographies are probably crazy probably the toughest out of yeah. all these other groups you know what i'm saying and like that's what happens when you have a generational yeah. rapper like kendrick lamar in your group yeah but i mean like the Vice City remix with them, like the That Part remix yeah. with all the members of Black Hippie. Um, I, don't, I, I will say I don't really think their group necessarily has a uniqueness quality to it. It does kind of feel like a rap collective of yesteryear in a sense of yeah. like we're all really good rappers under the same umbrella. Yeah, Let's I, just call it this. I don't think like, they really pushed the brand as far as some of these other collectives did. You know, no. it was just like it was a thing that they made up and they had fun with you know they what I mean? all were already like solo standing artists they just all were friends in the same building and they're like well if we're all gonna get on a song yeah well let's call it this whereas like a goth boy click or uh like raider clan or or drain gang is it's very much like this is the brand yeah. you know is this group right here i want to put them in a i just i can't say that black hippie is an s tier nah. only based on the fact of like what we were just talking about where it, you know they they weren't pushing the collective it was yeah. just kind of a thing that happened with them yeah. you know i'm cool with a a tier is fine see this is one of those things where like i didn't i didn't want to be too harsh on the discography of the individual artists because if that were the case they would have to be s tier mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying but like it's a whole collective yeah. thing i mean i didn't really listen to j-rock like crazy or like i listened to more um schoolboy q than the others but obviously we all listen to fucking kendrick yeah absol and j-rock both have some like classic albums in my opinion yeah under, under their belt okay let's move on this one you know i feel like this next group we're going to talk about really gets underappreciated for this kind of subculture of Atlanta that we eventually saw talking about awful, awful records. Yeah. And I, I tried to stay away from doing like record labels, but I feel like awful uh, wasn't really like a like a good music collective type thing or like a cash money like this that and whatever where it was like a, a major yeah. label backing there thing. was like executives and shit like that exactly like, awful records was just kind of like a, a like some, some weird dudes who would hang out in east atlanta type shit you yeah. know like uh cardi father uh key like ethereal was, yeah. was part of awful records Zach fox Zach Fox was in the awful Big baby records. scumbag, I'm pretty sure. Man, like this, this 
has a has a special place in my heart for awful records definitely like the first time i saw cardi but to be honest i wasn't even really like on cardi at that point like i was more like father key yeah i love mcconan i think technically isn't a part of it but like he's in that era as well I fucking love Awful Records, and like I said, I think they really get missed out a lot when we talk about this like weirdness and subculture that we yeah. see in Atlanta because when we we talk about Brick Squad that's where you get your your futures uh you know like it, you know name whatever trap rapper you want we get a lot of influence from that but awful is when we yeah, start to get They're a precursor they're like a precursor to 2016 17 atlanta like yeah the, that definitely. that whole scene like fucking lil yachty polari yep. larry league like yep. like my, like you know thousand bamfani like yep. like how the all the that group started or those groups of artists started to really pop we started to move <clears throat> away from like the traditional sounding atlanta hip-hop with awful records and we yeah. start to get to that kind of obscure stuff um i another case where like i think i think this group is really top heavy it's like you have like yeah cardi father key and then like there's like a bunch of other members that like yeah and cardi didn't stay with awful records for very long no not really like once he start like one bro once he linked with asap he he left him yeah you know and that's like a it's been a thing for cardi in his career yeah what do you what do you think ranking wise i'm thinking b you think beats here yeah unfortunately hmm. yeah i can't put them next to fucking yeah drain gang i hate that but Goth yeah Boy click I, I hate that we put them at b but but that is i, I do think, i do hate that but I, like i think that's the right choice with how we've been grading everybody else here it's like another short-lived situation where the discography doesn't live up to it like the state the test of time but in the moment though it was so fucking cool. Yeah. It was so awesome. Yeah. Shout out Awful Records. Um, okay, we put them in the B tier. These last two, I think I know where they're going to go Yeah. already. I think you know where they're going to go already, but let's talk about it. We have the ASAP Mob. It's our second to last group that we're going to talk here. I think on everything that we've been grading them on, uniqueness, strength of discography, relevancy today i think it's got to be s tier yeah like without a a shadow of doubt in my mind yeah like i think the main thing that for me that puts it s tier is yams bro yep like yams was the visionary for the whole thing and like was the glue to everything Mm -hmm. and you know it's he wasn't he was the anr he was the ear he was the eyes he was the he was literally like the glue and like you know really like like brought the culture of it all together. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like, that's like one, and he wasn't even making music. Yeah. Like he, I think that's the one thing that separates ASAP from everyone else is because like they had someone that was, you know, wasn't making music, but was like extremely influential and it's kept the integral kept the, part yeah. of the mob. So integral. And he bro. wasn't even rapping. Yeah. And he and probably had the most influence yeah. out of anybody else. Bro, in if there, he was still you know? alive, like, imagine where they would be right now like he like like once he passed shit went downhill yeah unfortunately for real for real Like lord pretty flacco jody 2 dropped and then after that like things just started getting weird like like group member like 
2016, 17, like the uh, like the ASAP Bari shit started coming out, and then Ferg, like, Ferg isn't even ASAP yeah, Ferg anymore. Ferg, He's just Ferg. Ferg dropped out of the ASAP mob recently, and then like yeah. now recently in in the, the the mainstream news, like Rocky went to jail, and apparently someone in ASAP like snitched on him or something. Yeah, that, it's like it's a lot of weird shit going on right now, and I don't want I don't want to get on this tangent to where like there's a lot like talk about all the bad things that happen like. There was a lot of great things that happened for a yeah. solid five, six years yeah. that ASAP gave to us. And they also did it as a, they dropped, they dropped mixtapes as a group, the cozy tapes. Mm -hmm. Like those were some of my favorite moments from like a collective, you know what I mean? Yeah. They, they would have the whole mob in there and they would get their favorite uh, artists to come feature on it too. The very first ASAP mob tape, ASAP uh, versus the world or, or Lords Never Worry. I always forget what it is. I think it's both. I think that's what it's called. ASAP versus the world, Lords Never Worry. That is like... What I think about when I think about uh, riding on the school bus on the way to high school, like 7 a.m. Yeah. Headphones in. I think about that and like listening to that and seeing how they progressed in the years afterwards. I think it was such a beautiful mm -hmm. rise, uh, largely in part due to yams and everything that you just said. Um I I, I and, think they got to be a S tier. Yeah, personally, and just Rocky just bringing you know high fashion to yep. to, to hip hop. Yeah, and for real, like, like like the fashion influence. Like, let's put the music aside for a second. Just like the fashion and aesthetic influence of ASAP Mob, it's crazy on the rap game is something that you could not put into numbers. Like, Bro, it's it's crazy because it's so deep and it's it's been going on for so long that there's kids coming up right now, like young 14, 15 year old kids that are like, that are wearing Ricks and posting on Instagram and never listen to one ASAP song. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, you're right. You're it's like that right. deep. Like right, I, some kids on, on Instagram, like probably going off saying like, I don't even, I can't name one Rocky song, but like he's wearing fucking yeah. Ricks. And they're going to say that's because of the Cardi influence. <laughs> yeah. But, but where's Cardi getting that's that influence I, from though? You know, that's what I mean. Bro. Yeah. Yeah. That's facts. Okay. S tier for ASAP mob and our last collective probably wouldn't even be able to make this video and have some of these collectives on there whether they know it or not without this group odd future yep um this is another very nostalgic one for me i'm not gonna go down the nostalgic gushy gushy lane of odd future <laughs> but they really did inspire odd future fans love to do that <laughs> they, i know and that's why i'm not gonna do it that's why i'm not gonna do it because too because people always love to do it all I will say, though, is like from a personal standpoint, they inspired me and my friends in a lot of different aspects of life. They were so different. It was so chaotic. It was such a left turn. It was such a rebellious, like, yeah. fuck you thing. It was like, a revolution for real. Both or not both. All three of the Odd Future tapes, like the collective tapes, have like crazy hits on them. And I think I think the members of Odd Future go a bit deeper than people want to give them credit for. Like, yeah. Of course, Tyler and Earl and Sid are like at the top. But Frank like, Ocean, Frank Ocean, Damogenesis, Mike G, Haji. Like these are all people Left brain. who have made really good music on their own. Whether people are going to support it or not is one thing. Um I just think their their influence on making a collective or making a group, yeah, like in the modern age at least, is is they brought you know crazy. streetwear and skateboarding like really like 
everybody who's before, fucking before wearing Supreme was, listening to this yeah. fucking podcast owes an apology to Tyler the Creator. Yeah. Or maybe I mean, a thank you. Maybe I feel like it was, it wasn't even coined like the term streetwear yet like back then. I feel like yeah. I could be wrong, but like. But but no, no, no. You, you're right in like them bringing that into the popularization. This obviously existed before them. Yeah. But like seeing Tyler, the creator in the five panel Supreme hat. How many motherfuckers do you know with the Supreme five panel? Dude, so many. A lot, right? So A many. Lot. Like, I, I, and to me, I don't like those kind of hats. Like I can't. <laughs> they rock don't fit. Those. They don't fit my head. They, right? don't, they don't hit my. They look we got, weird. Our heads are way too but big like, for skate, the five like, panel. Like skater kids and just like alt kids that just like fucking like. Yeah, I think rip, rip cigs and shit like I'll <laughs> <laughs> few just for the cig smokers. Um, I, I think it's an easy S like definitely uniqueness of the group. Duh. Strength and discography. Duh. Relevancy today. I think it's still there. Maybe not as much as some of these other groups now that we're, you know, almost 10 years removed from the odd future peak. But like I also want to add like they they brought back like a punk energy you know, so in in in, the, yes. in their oh, own so way, cool. like before, you know, like the again before the SoundCloud thing, because the SoundCloud yeah. was very rebellious, was very anti, yes, you know, anti uh, commercial, anti label, anti anti everything, like parents, anti everything. older people yeah. type shit, like, anti everything. Yeah. It was just being young and embracing your youth and like just being yourself to the fullest. Like Odd Future yeah. inspired you to just be yourself because yeah. like. They were just some weird, like, kids that, like, you know, I, I can't speak from, but I'm guessing they weren't really out, like, in the streets and, like, doing, like, you know, they're probably doing some fucking funny, like, yeah. like, like, shit with their friends. And, yeah, like, definitely. No, they definitely were, but it, it's also, not. Also, the, they had the fucking TV show. What was the fucking Loiter Squad. Yeah, Loiter Squad, bro. Like, now. That's a classic. Yeah. That's a like, classic. They, they got on Adult Swim, and I feel like, like, Loiter Squad, like, you know influence other groups and rappers oh, to like 100%. you know want to do tv shows do not that things. there's been other rappers to do yeah. movies and tv shows in the past but like they had full creative control you know what i mean yeah and had yeah. their own show my last point i want to make on this before we wrap this up is that like when odd future came out and they're doing all these like media runs and interviews people the only people they could compare Odd Future 2 was Wu-Tang Clan, which yeah. happened 15 to 20 years before yeah. Odd Future ever came out. Like that is how unique and how much they shook up the game when they came yeah. in was that they had to like scroll through the Rolodex of hip hop and be like, um, I think you all are kind of like Wu-Tang Clan, <laughs> like, I, but not really, though. Like yeah. just the uniqueness of it. I, th I think they are truly in that time, like a pillar of yeah. of the of hip-hop in the early 2010s man. i love odd future man i never owned any donut socks though because <laughs> i knew it was played out i knew early <laughs> on i was like i can't do it um okay let's give a review real quick of our tiers in the s tier for the rap collectives list we have members only asap mob and odd future i like that tough i like that. that is tough right there <laughs> this might be our strongest yeah. tier list that we've made so far i agree in the a tier we have goth boy click drain gang brick squad and black hippie i love i love like that we take a left turn goth boy click drain gang you're like okay <laughs> left turn brick squad <laughs> like oh 
B tier, we have Slay World, Pro Era, Raider Clan, and Awful Records. Man. I like that. I feel like I, I want Slay World in A. <laughs> <laughs> I just, it's, it's just, just like, too early. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And then in the C tier, we have the very unfortunate short-lived sailing team. Yeah. <sighs> That's what a fucking shame, man. Yeah. What a shame. Out of out of any of these groups, if you could if you could get any of these collectives to drop a collective tape tomorrow, which of these do you pick? And for for the sake of this hypothetical, let's say everybody's there, it's like peak of their powers. Oh god. Um low key. I want the collective brick squad tape. Damn. Like I yeah. want like a focused, honed in 12 song Lex Luger, Zaytoven, Metro produced brick squad feel that. tape. That would be fucking incredible. Damn. I don't know what I would want for real. Who I am right now and like what type of music I want to hear. I don't know, bro. It, I I might have to go with Slay World for real. That's valid. Yeah. That's valid, bro. There's nothing <laughs> wrong with that because if they made like a focus collective, yeah, if I get summers, autumn, yeet, can can, yeah, Goonie, all of them to make a fucking tape together, like. They would never do it though because no. they know that we want it. Yeah, they know, <laughs> yeah. and they're just—they're never gonna fucking do it. Oh man! But you, speaking of things that you should never do, uh, wait, no, 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 that's not how I want to transition to that. Speaking of things that you should do, you should go follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Soul Serum. Let us know that our opinions are bad or if they're good. You know, you can you can compliment us as well. Yeah. Uh, subscribe to us on YouTube the main page, the TV page. If you're watching this video and you're not subscribed, you a fucking bum. Uh, We stream on Twitch every Thursday, 6.30, listening to your music. Go run that up. We're going crazy on Twitch. TikTok, join the Discord, all that good stuff. New merch coming soon. New merch coming real, real soon. I actually am looking at a sample. Y'all can't see it, but there's a sample right there, and I'm looking at it. Yes, sir. Y'all just have to wait and see. And with all of that being said, I, as always, am your host, Clay Bonin. Co-host, Team Mavis. Kill people, burn shit, fuck school. Man, I was, I was, when I was 14, I was like, yeah, fuck yeah. Ah, uh, future Wolf Gang, kill them all. Kill them all. We'll see y'all next week.